All right, this is Billy Williams, and I'm here with my guy, Reed Holsworth. Okay, first of all, I'm probably screwing up your last name. How do you properly pronounce your name, Mr. Holsworth? Holsworth. Gotcha, with a Z. Not not a T, not a S, but a Z. Gotcha. Gotcha. He likes zebra. Yep. There we go. So, Reed, you know I'm all about cutting through the BS, getting to the point, making sure that my listeners, the people who depend on me for my mentorship, don't have to cut through a bunch of fluff and a bunch of bull and a bunch of whatever. You know, we can just jump straight to the point. So you are now the, are you the CEO, president, or president and CEO of Ivans? What's your role? CEO, chief executive officer. Chief executive officer, okay, of Ivans. Yep. And we all know in in our industry how important Ivans is even if we don't know what the hell Ivan's does, we know, <laughs> you know what I mean? We all know that you have to, if I'm going to get an AMS system, I have to have an Ivan's account. Okay. But we really don't understand the pipeline. You okay. guys are doing some tremendous things over at Ivan's. I'm excited about the future of technology. One of the things that really tripped me out when I came into this industry was that there was a whole damn industry called insure tech. You know, I mean, I'm like, really? I don't see veterinarian tech. I don't see pizza (laughs) parlor tech. Why do I need an entire industry of insurance tech? Shouldn't we? I mean, it's been around forever. Shouldn't we just be simplified? Shouldn't we just kind of know what we're doing? So Ivan's, let's get to the basic of this. Ivan's, what is Ivan's? Yeah, that's a great question. So for me to answer that question, I think I'll go back and and we'll, we'll do a little of the history of okay. where Ivan's came from. So Ivan's been around almost 40 years. Um, it was founded by the same founding members that founded Accord. And so what happened when technology started to become a thing in our industry, which is kind of funny to say, the industry realized that they, they had two issues they needed to solve. Issue number one, they had to talk in the same language, standards, right? And back then, primarily through forms. And that's, that's where Accord came. That's what Accord still does today. Second to that, they needed connectivity. So they needed the carriers to connect down to the agency systems, right? In a standardized way, right? So that's where Ivan's was formed. So what Ivan's does is Ivan sits in the middle of the industry between the carrier and the carrier's distribution, which are agencies, brokers, um, Mm -hmm. however you want to say it. We sit in the middle connecting the two. And over the last 40 years, primarily through the management system. So carrier, so you bind a policy on a carrier site, all of a sudden, the next day, that carrier will send that file of all the policy details that come right into your agency management system. Now, not only policy details, but there's electronic documents, there's commissions, there's claims, there's a bunch of, of types of transactions that flow through our pipe. So speed that up till now. Today, Ivan's connects almost 500 carriers down to 32,000 agencies. We do hundreds and hundreds of millions of transactions across our entire pipeline. So not only are we doing policy information, we're also now, um, and what what people know as download, Mm -hmm. um, we're also going the opposite direction now and and pushing submissions through our pipes on the commercial line side of the house as well. Okay, Um, you talk about that a little bit deeper when you say pushing commissions through. 
submission, like, a, like an Indio submissions. So submission. like a, like an Indio when I pull in data from Indio stuff like that. I mean, can you go a little bit deeper? Yeah, sure. Break so, that down for so, me. So this is a this is a, a newer product for us. So we also have an older product called Real Time. So kind of similar, but I'll, I'll talk about Real Time real quick. So what Real Time does, if you're in a management system and you actually bridge over into a carrier site. Like some of you, they use some of the management systems where you click into the carrier and you're rate logged mm-hmm. into that policy. That is actually an Ivan's product. That's that's Ivan's real time. Okay. So that's bridging in. Well, that's kind of old school in, in its own way. And that's carriers who, who are hyper focused about investing in their portals. Um, so you log into the portal, you, you know, you you bind your policy, you do your thing. A lot of people still do it this way. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Billy, what's happened is in in the last few years, companies like Bold Penguin and SemC. Tarmica, um, there's a bunch of them, right, that are out there. And what they're doing is they're they're essentially kind of having like a commercial lines raider in a way where they're they're capturing the information in, say, an Indio or, mm-hmm. or, or a bold penguin, meaning I'm filling out the forms, I'm entering in the information in a, in a very streamlined way. Then it's teeing up the forms and things specific to those carriers, or in some in some examples in small commercial, it's bringing a rate right back to you within that platform. So what Ivans has done, and so what happened is, is there's so many insurtechs now mm-hmm. that are trying to to solve that because the commercial line submission has kind of been a an issue within our industry. It's it's just a lot of labor there, a lot of back and forth. Hey, I need this form. Oops, you you forgot to fill out this these three fields on the form. They send it back. This, that, and the other. It's not a very streamlined experience for everybody involved. So all these insure techs are going out and building this. Well, the problem with that is that the first thing those insure techs have to do is they have to go and connect to the carriers, mm-hmm. um, and they have to get the markets from the carriers. Well, these carriers are getting bombarded by all of these sure techs reaching out and saying. Hey, I have the I have the next best thing. You know, we're going to be the 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 new Facebook of commercial line submissions, whatever it may be. And it you know it's two dudes in a MacBook Pro startup, and the carrier is going. Should I could really um, spend our time, resources, and everything in connecting those guys up? And nine out of ten times, they say, Yeah, no thanks. We're we're not going to do that. So the insurtechs have really struggled to connect up to the carriers, especially the big ones, the tier ones. I'm not going to name names, but the big ones, right? Understand. So these these platforms that have done it and they've been successful at it. So the other, this is the other side of the coin. The, the, the bold penguins, the SMCs, these guys. Um, they're also so they have the pipes. They've built the connections, but their biggest spend and their di- biggest cost is building and maintaining the, those connections um, to the carriers. So the carriers came to Ivan's and they said. Guys, this is what you do. It's what Ivan's does. Your your connectivity for our industry. Right, you're a pipeline. You're a pipeline. Can can you be the pipeline for submissions? So therefore, when the next two dudes in a MacBook Pro comes to me, I can say go go talk to Ivan's and connect up to Ivan's, right? And so and they're like, it's great for us. It's great for you. I'm like, absolutely. And then on the other side, you know, the the insurtechs came to us and said, dude. It would be awesome if you guys had the pipeline so I could own, so I only had to hook up to you one time, one pipe. And I don't have to maintain and build and 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 beg and plead these with these carriers to try to get um, those connections. So Ivan's built what's called the Ivan's distribution platform, which is just that. And so it's one single pipe sitting in the middle of the industry for the carriers to connect 
to all of the systems that are out there. And it's and it's in a modern way, you know, full open APIs, the, the whole nine, right? And so what does that do for the industry now? So now let's let's go back to 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 one of these startups. So startup says, I want to build something, right? I don't have to worry about connectivity. Well, that's typically one of the, the biggest hurdles um, for those guys. So now they can just focus on building really badass solutions that mm-hmm. actually drive real results as opposed to something that works and it works better than going straight to the carrier portal or emailing them a, an accord form, right? It works better than that, but it could be really awesome if they could focus all of their attention on just the features and the functionality of the solution as opposed to the connectivity. So I know I went like super deep and like, super technical on some of that, but that's what we do. So, so really, if you kind of think about Ivan's, Ivan's is really sitting in the middle of the industry, helping the industry connect. That's what we've done for 40 years. And frankly, in, in, in the last almost 40 years, we've done it in an old school way. And so, so since I've become CEO of Ivan's, we're, we're redoing our entire stack, all of our architecture, uh, moving it to uh, Google Cloud with our partnership with Google, um, which basically means that it's a modern platform, which will allow for other people and other solutions, agencies, however they may be, to connect up to these carriers and connect into that pipeline for a number of reasons. And so it really opens up the industry to build, frankly, really cool shit. Um, mm-hmm. Not shiny objects stuff, real stuff that solves real problems. You know, if I can submit digitally to a carrier and receive a rate back in, in, in less than a, a second, as opposed to sending an email, waiting for the underwriter to respond, getting a response back saying, I forgot something, going back to my customer and saying, I forgot to ask you something and doing that four times, mm-hmm. that solves a real problem, right? And it's, and it's, and it's helping the, the, the agency and the carrier be much more efficient, therefore helping the industry be more efficient. Just through connectivity, you know. Right. So. Here's a here's a real world scenario that's going on right now. So my assistant, who's been my assistant almost three years, she got licensed. We put her with an agency, so she's actually learning to be an agent, so that when she comes back and starts to run Inspire Nation one day, she will have that agent experience, right? Not just what Billy taught her. So now she's sitting there waiting on a submission for uh, uh in fact i think she's online i think it's for a concrete company or something like that melissa if you're online feel free to jump in i think it's for a concrete company or something she's waiting and she's been waiting like two three four days and she's like is this this doesn't make sense now understand she's in her 20s so she's used to going to instagram amazon you know and getting it back immediately and she's mm-hmm. sitting there waiting three or four days to get back a quote from this and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm old school. So I'm like, well, one of the first things you got to do, you got to establish a relationship with your underwriter. You know, you got to get their birthday and you got to know, <laughs> you got to know their kids. Yeah, totally. 100%. <laughs> you know, right. And she's going, what the hell? You know, why do I, why do I have to do all of that? And it's because of what you're talking about, Reed, because the connectivity has not been there that bypassed all that minutia. Yes. Right? Yep. Oh, if I hear you, if I hear you right, you're telling me that those old school days like that of, you know, not not that there's anything wrong with establishing relationships with your underwriters and, you know, knowing their kids and their birthdays and all those kind of things. Nothing wrong with that. But you're saying that's more of a 
just above and beyond versus a necessity to get your policy issued. Well, that look, that's that's always going to exist. I say always, but it should exist for quite some time for large commercial risks, mm-hmm. right? Really complex stuff. It's not super simple to build data capture the whole nine and and, and then instantly get a rate back. Like you're going to have humans that are going to be interacting with mm-hmm. that. You want to hear something crazy? You know what a lot of people don't realize? That scenario you just said, you realize that today carriers are paying people, humans, to get that submission, that form, literally hand key it in to a system. Mm. So then they can look at it in this new way, a human does. So they have a human that hand keys it in, then it goes to somebody else to review it, then it goes to an underwriter in some examples. Like Mm. craziness, right? And so it, you're, you're absolutely right, though. Look, the point is, is that connectivity helps with all of that. And even if, even on the large commercial risk side, fine. You know, you have all the, all the different supplemental forms and this, that, and the other. Totally makes sense. But at least be able to digitally consume mm-hmm. some of the, the high-level data. I mean, you know, years in business and, you know, stuff like this, number of employees, right? That every, every risk they're going to ask, right? And so... So why not just even have that would save so much time and effort for everyone? Um, and then you're consuming the, the other really more complex stuff to, to humans, which, which does make sense in some examples. But yeah, 100%. It doesn't make sense to have to go through all of that. Think of the customer experience. You know, I went yes. through this myself. I was, I was literally getting homeowner's insurance for my house. It was a nightmare. It took like Three months, and I'm not going to name any agent because you know they'll, they'll all be pissed at me. But it, like, it wasn't a Williams family agency. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, no. And so, and so, but no. In all, in all reality, like what? Like what are we doing here? Like, like underwriter back and forth. I mean, it's a complex risk. I get it, but like seriously, you know. And and, and so it's just a bad experience, and it, and it gives a bad taste in my mouth as a customer with my agent, right? right. And I know because I used to own an agency, former agent. Um, I've been in that world for a long time, you know, built Techinary and sold mm-hmm. many, many agencies um, really across the world in, in that world. So I'm not saying that. I'm not talking down on that. I understand what is actually happening, but it's just, it's frustrating. And you know, what's funny is when going through the whole process, a lot of it had, it's all the carrier, man. The agent was just trying to do what they can. Right. You know? And it was because that carrier, it doesn't have the connectivity. And it's hilarious because again, I'm not going to name names and hopefully they're not listening. But that carrier is a very good customer of, of mine and at Ivan's. And we've been talking to them for quite some time about connectivity and how it can help them. And they don't really see the light there. They don't see is it, it. Is it that they don't see the light or is it that they don't have the skill set? So what happens in our industry, especially when you don't have the skill set, you try to work around the newness that's coming because you want to stay within your own skill set. That's one of the reasons, and I know we're kind of going off on the road here, but I think it's still very important. One of the reasons I'm really excited about what you're doing at Ivan's is because I feel like it's going to open us up to a younger labor pool, okay? A younger labor pool, because you're looking at a 20-something who's frustrated Yes, because it's like, why do I have to go through this crap when all I'm trying to do is write a commercial policy? First of all, I had to learn how to even take a commercial app 
<laughs> you know, I had to learn about commercial coverage. I had to learn about all this stuff. And once I've mastered all that or gotten close to it, now I got this whole other issue with waiting two weeks, three weeks, a month. And I think the younger audience is like, to hell with this. Insurance is for old people. I want to go do something new. I want to go do something faster. I want to go do something, you know, and that's why the thought of Amazon selling insurance, the thought of Walmart selling insurance, the thought of all this other, these big, you know, blue, I mean, just real big boys, big girls getting in our industry scares me because they're going to steal our labor force because they're going to make it easy for our labor force. Yeah, no, it's absolutely, you're absolutely right. It's crazy. Like, I mean, look, that's my story, man. Like, I mean, I was, I was an, an agent, young agent, owned an agency. And I said, there's got to be a better way. And that's why right. I built Technary, literally. You know, it wasn't for to sell, it was for our own agency. And then, you know, whatever, everybody knows that story. And Salesforce said, you should sell this. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Um, so <laughs> right. that's, that's, what, that's what happened there. But They said, you but, should sell it or here, here's a big check. And you said, you know what? Let's talk about this. <laughs> I got you. I'm not mad at you. That's why you have a complicated risk for your home that takes three months to close. I, I got <laughs> it. See how this it all true. goes together. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but, all right. So let's break this conversation down into the three the three specific audiences that I, as as an investor and as a mentor, cater to. Number one is my audience of staff, my audience of the mid-managers, the folks that are like, Billy, teach us how to run our agency better. Teach us the the million-dollar processes that are simple and and they can be worked inside of our agency management system and the emails, templates, and the workflows and all those. What is Ivan's doing to help that level down to that level of user. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, look, that level of user is is using Ivans every day. They probably just don't even realize it. You know, with with all the policy downloads that come in. You know, one of the things that always blew my mind is that agencies just choose not to download for mm-hmm. whatever reason, right? And they're like, we don't want to. I don't understand that. Why not get the cleanest data set you can get from from the carrier? Right. Um, the the one the one that really blows my mind is why do people not download direct bill commissions? That makes no sense. So so to explain what that is, carrier obviously sends you commission statement in the mail, big paper document of you know thousands of commission transactions mm-hmm. depending on the size of your book. Okay, with a check. Well, you can go online. You, you know, a lot of them you can download the the, the CSV or whatever. Right. Well, Ivan's has streamlined that so it comes directly from the carrier into your management system, creates all the commission transactions, and then reconciles them to the actual policy that they came onto, which means that the management system is going to know who the producer is, right? And what their what their commission split is. Used to blow my mind in the Tekinary days when agencies would say, no, we don't do that. We take that statement in the mail or the CSV and we go transaction by transaction. To, to to reconcile it. Like, really? Why? And those are the ones that were telling the fib, because 99% of them never reconcile it, right? They get the yeah, check. Oh, I, oh, oh, they get true. the check. The check clears. It's all good. Whatever happened, happened. But when they're paying producers, they still have to figure out the splits and what's owed. And you know what they do? Instead of so they don't go through that, you know what they do? They do what we what, so I used to term it projected commissions. There's mm-hmm. projected commissions and actual commissions. So what they do is they say, oh, this policy premium was $1,000. We know on average we're going to get 10%. 
the producer gets 50%. So, so he's going to get a check for 50 bucks. Well, what if they just kind of fat fingered that zero and it's a hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or let's say the opposite. Maybe it's a hundred thousand dollar premium policy. Maybe it's supposed to be 10. Right. And then the other problem with it is say that policy cancels midterm. Yes. Right. You're going to get back charged. Well, guess what? That's in the commission statement, the negative charge. This is why this is one of the things like they're like, we don't do that. We just pay them the 50 bucks and we call it a day. You're leaving money on the table. This goes like, back to the skill set, Reed. Reed, this goes back to the skill set. Agents avoid things that they feel like they don't have the skill set to complete. And and instead of buying some some tools or technology, or instead of hiring someone who has that skill set, they'd rather just, you know what? I'm more comfortable now than I thought I'd ever be. So I'm just going to make it easy. Easy always trumps effective in our industry. You know, and that's one of that's one of the things with leadership. I think you've heard me say that on stage before. I talk about that is one of the reasons that the Williams Family Investment Group has been so successful is I don't let easy trump effective. Mm -hmm. There may be an easier way to do it for you, but that doesn't make it effective long term for us. And so a lot of leadership will not do that. So you're helping the, the end user by giving them real data sets, by giving them real access to real information that should make their job easier, right? Yep. And now the reason reason why I say should is because now you're dealing with the second level of audience that I cater to, which is leadership, okay? And so now we're talking about the problem when you said, okay, the, the end user, let's go back. The end user wants that accurate commission statement. They want to know what they should have been paid. They want to know if they're going to get a surprise charge back right before Christmas. They want that information. But the leadership has either delegated that information to something else or abdicated it altogether and said, we don't even want to touch it. We don't want to look at it. So how is Ivan's helping that middle of the that middle piece of my audience, which is the leaders, the agency leaders. Well, I mean, look, Ivan's can help those leaders run in a more efficient agency. So I use the example of commissions, right? Here's mm-hmm. another one, eDocs, okay? When the pandemic hit, so what is eDocs? eDocs are electronic documents that come from the carrier. Think mm-hmm. policy docs, you know, deck pages, cancellation notices, things like that, right? Whatever the carrier sends to you in the mail. So when the pandemic hit, it was pure chaos. They had, you know, larger agencies have mail rooms where they have teams of people <laughs> that take documents literally. And it's, and this is the, this is another one that blows my mind. They have teams of people that take documents, scan them in, then attach them to the right account, then create an activity of, of who, of who, what, when, where, how, of, of what to do with that document. Okay. So pandemic hit, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Everybody's got to just go in and do the mail, right? And so what they what they did was is they go, wait a second, there's got to be a better way. Well, yes, Ivan's eDocs, the carriers today pay that are signed up for eDocs, and most of them are to literally send those documents electronically right into your agency management system. So you don't have to scan, attach, and do that. So if I'm a leader, which I used to own an agency, running an agency, well, now what? 
I don't have to pay staff to run the mail room, maybe a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But the vast majority of all those important documents are electronically coming into my system where I can write workflow rules and things like that, where they automatically create an action without any human interaction. So now that staff, those people, doesn't mean I'm going to fire them, just means they can focus on things that are going to actually drive revenue, right? It's not just a cost, to the overall operation. So there's that, you know, the other thing too, what we, what we're doing kind of future stuff at Ivan's is um, with all of our new architecture and everything, we're actually going to put an analytics platform um, onto Ivan's exchange. So in the very near future, you'll be able to see everything that's going on with your book of business for your agency specifically with the data that's coming through download. So, so you'll be able to actually look at your book, you know, what's going on there, what's your loss ratios, retention, mm-hmm. things like that. You'd be able to see those analytics there in the cleanest data set you can get, which is from the carrier directly. Because we all know that the, the data in the management system can be a little dirty, um, <laughs> not sometimes, but most of the time, yeah. right? So, yeah. so I, have, I have this little trick that I do whenever I start mentoring an agency. I say, here's how I can tell you how how screwed up your data is. Go into your agency management system and just type in your phone number. Type in the agency phone number and look and see how many people live in your agency. (laughs) You know, and and I've been in agencies where literally there were 400, 500, 600 that had the agency phone number as the customer phone number, especially if you were dealing with older agencies where they didn't trust uh, maybe it was a producer who didn't trust the agent to pay them properly. So they would never put the customer phone number in. They'd always put the agency <laughs> phone number True. in. True. You know? yeah. And so that's one of the little tricks that I'll do. And people are amazed. They'll say, oh, my God, that's that's Mr. Jenkins. I talk to him every month. Yeah, but you don't have a good phone number, a good email address or a good address even for this guy. And now when he has a claim and it was a part, it was building C that was insured, but he was actually in building D. Now, son, you're dealing with all this other stuff. So, yeah, the the data piece, the data management piece is critical in how we're doing that. Okay, so for that, for the level, for the mid metal, mid level of my audience, which are the leaders, you're saying we can help you to get the data that truly helps you to make business decisions, not yes. emotional decisions, but business decisions. Yep. We can get the data to flow into the existing tools that you already use that help you to manage your workflows and everything better within your agency so you can be a better leader, not just the top producer in your agency. That's right. And it's, look, and it's, this is, everything I'm talking about here, Billy, I want to make this clear. I remember zero cost to the agency of what I just talked about. No cost. You already have these things, you know? And then one other thing too, Remember when I said about the analytics, it's the, mm-hmm. it's the data that comes in to, to Ivan's. Now you might say, but I don't download everything, which is fine. Maybe sometimes people choose to not download certain lines of business, let's just say, for a number of reasons, right? Totally okay. Well, part of our new architecture and everything we're doing, we're going to allow agencies to download everything from the carrier, but they can pick and choose what goes into the management system. Mm-hmm. So therefore they have a complete data set and they can see exactly what's going on within Ivan's Exchange. But then the download data, I would recommend you should do all of it in the management. You really system. should. But, but I mean, whatever. I'm not going to get in the middle of that. Like, it's their prerogative, you know. 
I've, I've, I've preached that a lot and we'll continue to preach that you should download everything, but if you decide not to, and you don't want to, that's okay. You know, and, and therefore you get the best of both worlds. Right. So that's coming out soon. Well, you know, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. That's and right. I think a lot of agencies lose focus of that. Okay. Well, I mean, to your point too, like, look, if they downloaded everything, that phone number would update. Yep. You know? And yep. so, and that's, and that's, but then Susie would look bad, off. but then Susie would feel bad. I know that's, this and, is, there we go. And that's right. why <laughs> Here we go, I'm not getting in the middle of it. You know right. what I mean? Susie like, okay, would okay. feel bad because now okay. I can go to Susie and go, why the hell do you put a bad phone number in here? Oh, well, you know, and a lot of agents are, I'm telling you, they're abdicating leadership. They're, they're leading by emotion instead of leading by effectiveness because they don't want to confront the weaknesses of their staff. They don't want to confront the weaknesses of their agency operations. So they stick their head in the sand like it doesn't exist. If you suddenly come in and you bring in pure, clean data, you're exposing so much. So let me give you an example. One of my processes that I talk about is every time a customer has a claim in an agency, you should immediately point out any weaknesses on that policy that could impact that customer throughout that claim. So, hey, Joe, I just want to remind you, you don't have uninsured, underinsured motors. I don't, I want to remind you, you don't have jewelry coverage. I want to remind you that you turn down flood coverage. Do you know, Reed, I can't get agents to buy into that. You know why? Because the staff person who sold that damn broke ass policy, right, is going to be upset now because they're going to be like, well, I sold them the policy and you're making me look bad. Well, you did a bad job. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, right. but agents are avoiding that. And I hear that conversation every day. Well, I don't know, Billy. You know, I don't, I don't, let, let's modify that. I don't want to do that because then the customer is going to say, we were wrong, but you were wrong. You know, and if you don't change the culture, you're going to continue to be wrong. And I think that's what you're running into, Reed, at Ivan's, is that if you brought in pure data, clean data, clean information, now you're going to expose all of these weaknesses that a lot of agents are not willing to accept about their agency. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the reality is the reason why people don't download all lines of business is because they don't want to overriding the information that they put in there. And some of it's fair. Some some of these older systems, they didn't have a, a email field. So for many mm -hmm. years, they put the phone number or they put the, the email in the fax field, right? <laughs> <at> the, <laughs> right. So, I mean, I remember doing that back in the day, right? And so like, so, I mean, there's, there's legitimacy but there. But when do you I clean it up? If you don't start the cleanup process, you right. don't start the healing process, when do you heal? You know, I don't know, Billy. I mean, you're, you're more of an expert in this than I am, but I kind of feel like agencies, because you're building that book of business and you're getting that recurring revenue and, and you're, you're, you're making that money consistently, you kind of mm -hmm. figure out this groove of here are my costs here's my income. If, if I increase by bringing on more, more producers, more income, then I'll make more money. Right. Mm -hmm. And what, and what a lot of agencies don't do, and, and look, you made a career out of this is, is looking at the agency and going, how can I make my agency as efficient as possible? Mm -hmm. Right. Because that equals bottom line as well. Right. And I, I think that people don't, they, they kind of just get comfortable in kind of that world. Right. And it makes mm -hmm. sense, especially, you know, large organizations, it's it's rampant when it comes to that. Right. But really focusing in and just making it so uh, efficient overall 
and, and make it as efficient as you possibly can, then it's actually easier for you to scale up mm-hmm. new producers, hire younger people if you want, if that's what you want to do, right? Right. Because you're you're running at this really efficient pace. But to your point, Billy, like you know, Melissa, she doesn't want to go and work for some stodgy agency that is using old technology and not even really using it. Right. right? An agency management system is not a glorified uh, Rolodex. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's it's a real system and it can help you um, be much more efficient as a solution. And if it doesn't, then get rid of it. You know, like. Right. Don't don't spend the money on it, you know. So I don't. Know, I'll go on and on. And no, on. no, no. I got you. Okay. So three other questions, and then we're gonna let you uh, get on with your day because I know you got a company to run here. First question. Okay. Last. Well, we're gonna go back to that third audience, which is people like me, 170 plus agencies. I had to build a platform so that I could see all of the data, which is the data supercenter, which is my data supercenter, and I built that so that I could input all the data from all the different you know, places I was getting it and run a report and either break, break the report down to 10 agencies or 30 agencies or Southeast or Northwest or whatever I was looking for. But now I'm hearing from, you know, I kind of know the CEO of Ivan's. I'm hearing from the CEO of Ivan's that you guys are already creating that tool. That is correct. Can you talk about that for me? Yeah, I mean, look, everybody is after this. Um, this, you know, this started um, from kind of uh, we call them alliances. Everybody has different words, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to name names, but you know, larger agencies, companies similar to yours, where they have multiple agencies that are running multiple systems. And so, what a lot of people have been doing, similar to what you did, Billy, is is they're going out and they're building their own data warehouse, right? Data lake, data, data warehouse, mm-hmm. um, and then they're they're wrapping kind of an analytics uh, a visualization tool around that or the building, whatever it may be, to, to kind of bring up these dashboards and be able to slice and dice that data to see a, a bird's eye view of what's going on across all of these agencies. And so we've had many, 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 many conversations with everybody because we have so much data that flows through our pipes and all of that data is, for all of those agencies does flow through our pipes. So yes, we are 100% building a solution for companies like yours that will allow you to log in and, you know, you, you put in all of your, your agencies there and boom, you know, now there's all the data in one spot that you can slice and dice and do whatever you want with um, oh, to really get some awesome insights. And we're going to have some out of the box dashboards mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know, that you can take, modify and build your own um, essentially. And, and then, you know, with the platform we're building, we're all, it's also going to have an automation tool around it. So not only can you look at reports, but you can trigger events. So things like, hey, when this loss ratio, I'm making stuff up totally. When this mm-hmm. loss ratio gets up to X amount of percent on this line of business for this, email nine people, stuff like this, or Slack me or whatever. Make up an example of where data can create an action. We're going to give people the, the platform to be able to, to take action, technically speaking, with that. So so this is all part of what we're doing. And when I say and this- When is uh, that going to roll out? Reed? I was when, just going to say that. What, when do you, yeah, when is that going to happen? This is stuff that we're wrenching on now. We don't have like a release date, but I'll tell you, this is not like, when, sometimes when people talk about technology, they're like, oh yeah, we're working on that. And like, you don't hear about it for like six more years. That's not mm-hmm. the case. We're talking next year, you'll see this, you know, wow. um, exactly when, you know, we'll let you know, but we're not there yet. So 
We're doing a lot. It's all part of our restructure, all of our new architecture, the whole nine. This is why we're doing that because it allows us to, to build these types of products that drive real value back to the industry. And think of that, think of what I just said through the carrier's lens as well, right? Mm-hmm. And you think about how I was talking about earlier about the Ivan's distribution platform and the submission flow. Think of a smart appetite in the future where a carrier doesn't have to call you and say, hey, Billy, you know, you need to stop, stop riding uh, personal auto with me in Duval County, Florida, because your loss ratios are terrible. Think of a world where digitally speaking, they have a trigger that just doesn't allow submissions for that specific line of business, that specific demographic for your specific agency. You don't even know that you're that they're not really allowing it. They let your loss ratios come back down. Everything's gravy. They open it back up. You know, stuff like this, where they can they can pull levers without human interaction once again. And so there, there's a lot of really cool things we can do. And, and I really believe the reason why I took this position at Ivan's is because Ivan's can really affect change in the industry mm-hmm. through connectivity. And, and so a lot of this stuff I talk about, it's no BS. You know me well enough to know. Right. I don't I don't bullshit. Um, this is real stuff that's coming in, real stuff that's happening. And people are really excited about it because of what it can do um, to help all of us um, in the industry. So it's exciting. Okay. All right. Two more questions. Next one. Agency management systems. It seems like the agency management systems are really the broker, the middle person, the middleman, middle woman on all of this. How is Ivan's working with the agency management systems, you know, of the world to make sure that all this functionality and wonderfulness that you guys have can actually go down to the agent level? Absolutely. So just so everybody knows, we today we work with almost 50 agency management systems. People, people think there's like five, right? <laughs> so right, right. there's 50 of them. Um, and I'm not even joking. We had five calls this week already for homegrown agency management systems. Like, like so we connect all of them. Not only the, the main names, um, Vertifor, Applied, Hawksoft, EasyLinks, all of these kinds of guys, right? Um, of course, we connect all those, but we connect a lot of bespoke um, systems as well, custom systems for large agencies. And there's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Agency management systems you've never even heard of, um, we connect to them. So what we do is they're our customer as well. It's a symbiotic relationship between the carrier and the technology vendor. We like to call them distribution platforms because now that's changed. We, we've historically worked with agency management systems, but now we're working with everybody. Like, you mm-hmm. know, Bolt Penguin just became a, a customer of Ivan's, right? A partner. Right. As an example, same thing with SEMC. I can go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're connecting them. So how are we helping them? We're building and providing modern tools so that they can consume the data and, and leverage the Ivan's connectivity in the most efficient way possible. We're also doing a lot around servicing on um, the end user and customers, kind of getting rid of this middleman, you know, story for another day. We're doing a lot there. But yeah, without the technology vendors and those solutions, that's where the carriers actually connect to their distribution. So we have to. We have to provide them super robust tools to do so. Now, here's the fact, though. Some systems, we don't control what they do or how they do it. We're here Mm -hmm. just to provide them the best tools. Think of us like Home Depot, right? If they want to build a little tiny junky shed, right, that's... And, and you buy it, that, that is what it is, you know, but we have the tools and everything to build the most beautiful house you've ever seen, right? 
and some do, but it's up to them. Um, we're just we're just kind of the the Home Depot, if you will. Right. Kind of a bad analogy. No, no, I think it's a great analogy because it goes back to the skill set. What what we talked about earlier. So if you built your agency management system on bad architecture, I can't even say bad architecture. If you built it on older architecture, yes, you know, if you built it where it only went three levels down for data versus six levels down for data, which you know, you technary, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. People say, well, why can't I pull this information? Because that technology was not, or that that architecture wasn't built to pull to that level. You can get first name, last name, username, email address, and that's it. Anything beyond that, it wasn't built to go deeper and pull policy numbers, effective dates, you know, cancellation. They're not even relational databases, some of them. They're not connected. Some of them are just glorified spreadsheets. Yeah, exactly. It, no, 100%. And, it, and yeah. it, it is what it is. But I will say, the, I, every management system that I know um, that has that situation is actually going through and rebuilding their yes. platform. Yes. I don't know a single management system out there that's not redoing their platform. Everybody I talk to, they're like, we're redoing our platform, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, you've heard like, I'll talk about the big ones. You see what Vertifor is doing yep. with Project Titan and all that. Like, Applied, Hawksoft, well, all, all those things. Everybody. Yeah, totally. I mean, I talked to Paul Hawkins the other day and he's, and, you know, he was telling me about it. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. Applied, Epic Transformation. They're all oh, doing Epic is Epic has been amazing. I've been watching them and working, with, you know, obviously working with them, but I've been watching them. I mean, something as simple as like what Tech Canary did when you guys were Salesforce focused, sending emails. I'm watching them go through this whole little transition of before you couldn't really send an email. You had an Outlook plugin and now you can send an email, but you have to have an attachment, you know, because of the architecture to the pretty soon you won't have to have an attachment. And while agents are complaining, I'm watching this growth going, guys, you don't even understand what it takes. Having built a a CRM from the ground up, and trust me, I thought it was going to be a quick, easy kind of project. It took me like four years to Mm -hmm. to get the data supercenter up and running. And then once I got it up and running, I realized it was going to take me hundreds of thousands of dollars to maintain it. Yep. So to, to, and that was just for me, for my group. I couldn't even imagine if I had thousands and thousands and thousands of people that were on this. So watching these transitions are amazing. And that's, guys, I have to give all the credit to the AMSs and the the leaders of the AMS systems for coming into the 21st century, coming in and thinking 22nd century, you know, Mm -hmm. but people like you, Reed, pushed though. Let's be honest. It was people, there were tools like Tech Canary. You know, there were tools like, you know, the the conversation around Neon. There were tools around the conversation around better agency that's pushing the industry, insured mine, agency zoom, that's pushing the industry in that regard. Hawksoft, all those. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And you're absolutely right. I think, and why did we push them? And I say we because of my former tech and area Mm -hmm. world. Technology is, is, it's easy to 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 build these days. It's easy to get, right? It's not like it used to be. The, the barrier to entry is a lot lower, mm-hmm. you know? And so a guy who owned an agency like me can build something. And so it's pushed the, the big systems that are out there that frankly got a little comfortable um, in, in all the systems. And they're saying, hey, you know, we got to step up our game because all of these systems are going to continue to come. And gotcha. so it, it's just, you know, leveling the playing field. Uh, gotcha. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So last question, because I know we're about a minute over here. 
I'm an agent and I'm, I'm excited. I'm, you know, I've listened to this podcast between Billy and Reed, man, I'm super excited, but now I don't know what to do. I don't know how to prepare for all of this. So Reed, what is your suggestion? How does the agent of today prepare for what Ivan's is going to give them access to? Um, well, you know, it's kind of funny. I would get logged into Ivan's, Ivan's Exchange even. You know, you could start doing mm-hmm. that. Reach out to us if you can't. You know, go to Ivan's, Ivan'sInsurance.com. You know, reach out to us. We'll help you in any way we possibly can. But get into the Ivan's Exchange. Start to dig around in there. It's that the UI, everything's going to change in the near future. But just kind of know that's there and know that that's coming. We're going to be doing a lot of press releases. So start to follow us. Um, check us out. You know, we have podcasts, all kinds of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see a bunch of videos going on. We're doing a lot. Come visit us at the shows. You know, we're going to be at all the shows. Um, mm-hmm. So just, you know, get to know us and, and start to see us. Again, the your carrier partners pay for Ivan's, not the agency. So this is a value add that your carrier partners provide to you. So get to know us and, and get, to, get to understand what our products are, what they do. Leverage as much download as you possibly can. You know, get that rocking, turn it on. You know, we have teams of people. That's all they do every day is work with agencies to turn on their downloads. I had an eight, we have a team that reaches out to agencies. We had one, I'm not kidding you, large agency that literally, literally turned on almost 300 connections that they wow. didn't even know that they weren't connected. They didn't even know. They didn't know. And so what happens is carriers turn on new lines of business for download or new carriers come onto the platform. For some reason, the agencies miss it. They're not downloading the information and it's there available. It's free to you guys. You know, why not? And so, so anyways, I don't know. I guess I, I guess what I'm saying, just, just keep an eye out, start to watch us, follow us, get to know us, you know, reach out to me, hit me up on LinkedIn, whatever. Yeah. We're here to help hundred percent. Excellent. 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 Uh, Reed, I got to get you out on the golf course, man. I know you don't play golf, but I got to get you out there. <laughs> You're the CEO of a major corporation now. Got to play some golf. I know. You're right, Billy. We talked about this the other day. Yep. Yeah. Right. Reed, thank you so much for your time, man. I felt like you really opened our eyes and our understanding of what Ivan's was and what's coming and what we should have access to as agent agency leaders and even end users, you know, staff, Sally, Joe. So thank you so much for your time today. I absolutely appreciate it. Thanks, Billy. It was fun. It's great. Right. Great to see you again. All right, my man.